Mission log. Star date 4072. My ship has run off course en route to Sector 12. I've crash landed on a strange planet. The impact must have awoken me from hypersleep. Terrain seems a bit unstable. No readout yet if the air is breathable. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. End quote. So I got to ask you, man, what was it like when you crash landed here as none other than Buzz Lightyear, dude? Oh, I <laughs> love Lightyear, Toy Story. Oh One of my favorite, favorite, favorite Pixar characters is Buzz Lightyear. I've been wanting to do Toy Story for so long and I put it off and put it off and put it off. And I said, you know what? I, every year I'm like, I need to do something different this year. I want to do something cool. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Side Project Podcast. Yes! Let's take a sip out of our Run It Up mug. Yes. It tastes like, it tastes like success, it tastes like glory, and it tastes like the camera's not focusing. <laughs> I gotta fix my settings, you guys. I'm serious. This is like two episodes in a row. This is getting, this is just becoming embarrassing at this point. Uh, if you want to get these awesome mugs, the Run It Up mug, the uh, Project Park mug, the Project Things mug, these are available on the Side Project merch store right now alongside the, uh, the Project Lines hoodie. It's finally where I live, at least. Um, it's hoodie time. You know what I mean? Is it today, actually? No, it's not. It's not today. It's like 79, 79 degrees out here today. But I've got the AC on because I got to rock the hoodie. But we're just going to act like it's cold. It's so cold out here that I can rock these awesome Side Project merch hoodies right now. Uh, we've also got this. I got to show you guys this. I haven't promoted it in a long time. I don't know if anybody even remembers. But we've got the champion fleece jacket for the Project Park, uh, the Project Park champion fleece jacket, literally champion the company, uh, collaboration with champion there. Go get those. Look at when you, it's swishy, swishy. It's like you can run in it, mix all those noises. So you're running behind somebody and then you can run up by, by them and you can go on your left. You know what I mean? Like Captain America. But instead it's like the Chazasaurus Rex version. It's like Captasaurus Rex on your left. And you can run. You can get those. Those are awesome. They're all on the Side Project merch store right now alongside all kinds of other things that you can get in tees and hoodies and beanies and, and whatever else is up there. There's all kinds of stuff. Hats and all kinds of things. Um... Real quick, before we uh, introduce the guest, I want to say th- uh, shout out to Gray underscore Red Hood, who won the uh, collaboration with me and AE Cosplay Suits, Alter Ego Studios uh, giveaway that we did for the uh, Side Project Podcast anniversary, which I'm still thanking you guys for. And uh, th- uh, he he won that. He won the cowl. It was a Batman cowl, much like the one here, except it was the uh, long-eared Fabic cowl or Fabok, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody correct me. Nobody's correct me. So many people say it differently. I don't even know the right way to say it anymore. I haven't figured it out. Um, but he won that, and that's awesome. Shout out to everybody who joined that giveaway. There's so many entries. That's uh, it's so cool, man. I, it's dope to be able to collaborate with AE Studios, who have been on the on the show before. Previous guest Tom was one half, uh, and 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 provide something uh, to showcase their absolutely amazing quality. Um, to, to whoever won, to whoever would win, which it happened to be gray underscore red hood. Um, and he's actually, he actually, I talked to him, he actually is going to wear it. It's not just going to be a display piece. So that's cool, you know, to be able to provide that to somebody uh, to wear and rock their awesome quality. And we're going to have 
Um, so many more giveaways coming, man. I'm going to have a, a Christmas giveaway, I believe, and then there'll be something after the New Year's as well. So stay tuned. Uh, those will always be on Instagram, uh, Side Project Podcast on Instagram. Um, but enough about that, because this episode, this is one that has been in the vault for a very long time. This is the definition of a long time coming, because my guest this week was a previous cosplay of the week all the way back to episode 115. My guest this week creates content that makes me question if it's torn straight out of the pages of a comic, ripped right out of our favorite video games, or brought to life from some of our most critically acclaimed films and animation. Whether it be classic takes on characters often spoke about on the show, such as Batman, or speechless renditions of everyone's favorite symbiote, Venom. Maybe it's taking the Grand Master of the Lin Kuei and quite literally replicating him down to a T with Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat, or maybe it's something that's never been spoken about here on this show as he goes to infinity and beyond as Buzz Lightyear. No matter the cosplay, he's sure to leave the community's eyes wide open, and we're going to take some deep dives into as much as we can. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together and give a warm welcome to the Acosta Project. <laughs> How's it going, man? All right. How you doing? How's I'm good. Everything? I'm good. Oh, I'm good, man. I'm glad to have you here. I want to say real quick, just in case anybody's watching, we are having some internet difficulties and some lag and stuff. So just in case, I'll fix as much as I can in editing. But just in case, just know if there's like pauses in between responses or anything seems awkward, it's out of our hands. We're going to try to get that episode done anyway. Uh, yeah. how, how you doing, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a blessing. It's amazing, man. I'm a fan of your show. I'm oh, really thanks, excited man. to be on your show, actually. So <laughs> thanks a lot for this opportunity, man. It means a lot to me. Oh, yeah, dude. Like I said in the intro, man, it literally has been a long time coming. Previous Cosplay of the Week, episode 115. This is episode 154, if my, if, I, if I'm wow. thinking right off the top of my head. So yeah. uh, it's been a long time coming, man. A long time coming, dude. Uh, I want to yeah. get right into it, man. I got some stuff that I really want to talk to you about, dude. One of, my, uh, one of my favorite characters of all time throughout all of the comic book universe always hits me square in the face in this world. Better prepare to get laced because they're going to taste my venom. Talk about bringing... Venom to life, dude. Your Venom cosplay is beyond words, man. It looks phenomenal on you, dude. And this first shot that's on the screen is by Grace and Shine Photo. And the suit is actually made by uh, Arius. Arius? Is it Arius? I always forget how to pronounce it. Is it Arius? Yeah, you know, Arius? Uh, pronouncing his name also Ar- Arius. Uh, <laughs> Arius? Put yeah. his name up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he'll correct us in the comments at some point. Yeah. But Arius Legacy Creations, who right. also actually actually happens to be a previous cosplay of the week, dating back to the extreme beginning days of this show that I don't really like to talk about because you know everybody starts somewhere and uh, <laughs> it's starting to become the, those beginning days of this show. I'm sorry to even forget who was featured, man. And the show's so different and more put together these days. I may have to revisit some people and give them the proper shine that they deserve that they didn't Absolutely. get in the, in the lower days of the episode, but Arius legacy creations on the venom suit. Uh, you've even done some shots with your son, right? It's your son as Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. Dude. Yes. That's uh, that's I have four boys. So that's one of them. That's one of them. <laughs> that's one of them, dude. And you guys, he's battling you, man, on top of you and everything. It's perfectly done, dude. And you've had some video shot by previous guests and friend of mine, Geek Vise, which showcases that the mouth of Venom, it even opens up a little bit as well, man. So I got to ask you, like, how did this all come about, dude? Like, did you have a hand or a say in anything related to this suit? Were there any ideas or, or options that you 
you know, sought out before you ended up going with Arius Legacy Creations? Uh, like, what was the thought process and the process as a whole, like, for becoming Venom? Well, since I was a kid, I've been a Marvel fan. Um, yeah. I've been trying to dress up since I was a kid, make cosplays and do all kinds of stuff. I, I remember being in daycare and the Ninja Turtles in the 90s was a big thing. Yeah. And I tried to make shells and costumes out of cardboard, paper, and tape. So this goes way back since I was a kid. I think all kids love to dress up, but nowadays it's easier. For everything is, you know, they have everything at their hands. So it's, yeah. it was much better when I was younger. But um, yeah, I've been a Marvel fan all my life and um, Venom has always intrigued me. I've always been a Spider-Man fan, but I have something with villains. I love villains. I feel like villains, um, they uh, make the story interesting. Right. I think without villains, uh, the story will be the story will be boring. I mean, where yeah. would Spider-Man be without Venom? Where would exactly. the Avengers be without Thanos? You know, exactly. So. Like the villain kind of makes a lot of of who the hero is as well. Right. It's right, the story right. behind it, the pain behind it. Like you got to mm-hmm. have a good villain, I think, to also kind of have a good hero. They kind of yeah. go hand in hand, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I've always been intrigued by Venom. I've never had the body type to cosplay Spider-Man and I have uh, <laughs> my kids who do it and my best friend who does it and a lot mm-hmm. of close friends of mine cosplay Spider-Man and I love it and I support them. I'm like, Spider-Man is just not for me, man. I got to yeah. go somewhere else. I'm like, you know what? Let me try Venom out. I always loved Venom. thought Venom was amazing. He's a black Spider-Man with, with the fangs yeah. and he just looks right? bulky and, you know, muscular. He just looks amazing. Everybody yeah. who doesn't love Venom, you know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, dude. Exactly. I've always wanted to to try to cosplay Venom. Um, always wanted to do it properly and make sure that I, you know, that it looks right and and um, his his uh, his symbiote uh, that's on top of the suit looks right. And I went to the perfect person who made the suit. He did an amazing job, and yeah. obviously he, he wants to know how I want to look, and we just go back and forth. And I told him from the beginning. I said, "Listen, it's really important for me." for this mouth to open. Can you make that happen? And he definitely made it happen, man. He 3D printed the, um, the head yeah. and it has a spring with, uh, with, a, uh, with a hinge. So when I put the mask on, the bottom of the mouth is on my right bottom Right under your jaw. Oh, right. Wow. Okay, so when yeah. I open my mouth, his mouth opens. So, so. cool, dude. With the, with the big fangs, the big teeth and everything. It just mm-hmm. menacing, yep. dude. When I saw that video with Geek Vice, I was like, oh, no, dude. Like, that is amazing, dude. Yeah, it looks yeah, it looks awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's not awesome to wear. I'll tell you that. It's, it's a pain <laughs> pants to have on. I think I can have that suit on for no more than about three hours. And after that, I'm in excruciating pain. Oh, man. I bet, dude. I bet it's big. And it's bulky. It's so much, dude. And you know what? I got to say, too, like, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to, like, the Geek Vice video and everything because that was done at New York Comic Con, right? Right, the, yes. The geek, yeah, I'm, I'm so disappointed, dude, because I was there at New York Comic Con and I missed I you, man. I was like, damn it. And there was a time where I was so busy. I was doing the panels and I was doing videography out there and I would have loved to like get video of you myself or like for you yeah. or like done some dope scenes with you, like some cinematic little storyline, something real quick in the streets of New York. That. Been God, amazing. There's always next time, man. We'll have to, we'll have to postpone you know, it, but that- I, I wanted to, man, so bad. Yeah, that kind is really huge. I have so many people that love that one that I want to meet up with, and it's very hard to find them at that time. It's so huge, and it's then the reception there sucks. Oh it's my crazy. god, I couldn't get a hold of anybody, dude. Mm-hmm. I had I had like shoots booked, and we couldn't get a hold of each other. I missed yeah. like a, a couple of them because we I either couldn't fi- they couldn't find me, I couldn't find them. Phones weren't ringing, texts weren't coming through. It was crazy, man. They gotta they yeah. gotta figure that out. Provide Wi Fi for everybody. Get that Something. NASA Wi Fi for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a madhouse. I mean, it's my favorite con. It's my home con. It's, yeah, it's awesome. This top con for me is beautiful. It's great. It's a huge con, but 
it's it's just it's it's a roller coaster. It's a roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, it really is, man. It really is. But I had a great time. I unfortunately had uh, some stuff back home that I had to do because um, I'm currently living in California, and so I was only able to be there for two days, and my days were swamped. I was trying to get as many people as I could in to do video for and just to hang out with, um, right. and then I, I had I had a panel as well, so I was like swamped with that, and I was just like, man, like I miss so many people, and you were one on the list that I was like, I got I got to find him, I got to find him, and the it just didn't work out, dude. But speaking of New York Comic. Man, you've got these awesome shots that um, were during New York Comic Con, I believe, as well, with a set of Spider Man and you, uh, Spider Men, actually. And you've got intro to Vector on the edit with this shot that Aaron, uh, Aaron Raputo, Raputo, is that how you say? It? Right. So they're, they're actually brothers. <laughs> oh, are they? Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. I mm-hmm. thought I saw the same last name. I thought I did. Right. Uh, yeah. with, and it's with you holding cosplay Nay as a PS4 Spider Man and Christian Acosta. Is that one of your one of your kids? That's my old. There we go. Yeah. And Christian Acosta as Miles Morales by the necks up off the ground in a classic Spidey versus uh, Venom fashion, dude. Uh, You got to love to see it, man. It's like it's like a comic book page. It's like a video game moment. It's a soon to be film moment, I assume, brought to life in the streets of New York, dude. So, again, I got to ask you, you mentioned it a little bit about the movement in the suit and and what it takes to put the suit on. This is a big build. I mean, anybody with eyes can see, you know, and you obviously have been able to take it off. You mentioned that it was 3D printed. So break down like suiting up and then also like getting out of the suit. Like what are the pros and the cons of the movement as well with the suit? What's that like? Well, I will tell you that there's a lot of cons when it comes to putting on and taking off any oh, cosplay no. that I, I wear. For some reason, I tend to get cosplays that are uncomfortable and it, it's a pain <laughs> in the ass for people to put on me and take off of me. I usually have a group of people putting Helping it on you? me, taking it off me. It's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I do this to myself, but I do, but... <laughs> This, putting on the suit is not as bad as taking it off, but mm-hmm. it's it's challenging. Um, it's one it's one suit um, mm-hmm. with the hands attached. The only okay. things that are not attached are the the feet and the head. Everything else is one suit. The arm, the hands wow. are attached. Okay, attached to a muscle suit. Um, under all that paint and rubber and all that stuff, it comes yeah. together. So there's no pieces that are um separate except for the feet and the head. Okay, okay. Well, that, at yeah. least you can movement. The movement obviously can occur, right? With your hands yeah, yeah. up um, and everything. I can you're, move. Yeah, you're I can good move with moving. Good in the suit. Um, it still has it has its restrictions. I think most cosplays have restrictions. I think the only cosplay I've ever seen has never had a restriction. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything negative about about anybody's cosplay. But right, co- I think Spider Man cosplays they're not as restricted because of because they're that spandex suit. But I'm sure yeah, that their right headpieces are, are not easy to have on. But um, you know, it's every cosplay has a restriction, some sort of restriction. Of course, I have yeah. a one of my best friends, Samantha Cosplay, Samson Dooler. She she wears a Captain Marvel, and all her cosplays they 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 look like they're comfortable. She's like, this is horrible. So yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I understand. I hear a lot of complaining from cosplays that you know it's, yeah. it's, it's stressful. But you, you th- that venom is is crazy. So it, it's a, it's another level. You know what I mean? Like you said, from from like spandex or even just like you know with uh, the regular suits with the muscle suits and everything. Yours is much more. It's bigger. It's bulkier. There's so much going on. You mentioned uh, after like what was it? Three, you said about two three hours, and then you yeah, start feeling two, like it's too hours, much. I start to get like back pain. Like my my back starts to hurt me. So that's when I know. All right, I have about about half hour to forty minutes before I need to take like rip this thing off of me. Yeah. So during the con, when I'm walking around, you know, I'm having a good time. I start feeling um, back pain, like the center yeah. of my back. I start feeling aching pain. I'm like, okay, I have about forty minutes before it starts getting worse, and I have to rip this. Like I, I literally have to like take it off. I had yeah. enough. I gotta take this off, and it can be claustrophobic because 
in the Venom suit, there's um there's a mask attached into the suit that I put over my head that zippers oh, up. Okay. So there's only two eye holes. So when somebody oh. looks at my face. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I didn't even think about that. That actually makes yeah. Yeah, complete sense. Yeah, right. So Damn. there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in there. How heavy is it? Is it is it heavy? Uh, it, it feels heavy after a while. When I, it, 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 you know what? It weighs about, I would say, 30 to 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, they had to put um, that walking on around after an hour, yeah. it starts getting heavier. <laughs> yeah, especially at cons and stuff, and then like people are stopping yeah. you. You're taking pictures. You know, people yeah. are asking you, "Can you do this? Can you do that?" Mm-hmm. And then you want to do yeah. stuff too. So yeah, I could imagine after after a while that does that that, that can get pretty hectic, man. Well, it's yeah. it's phenomenally done though, dude. It is beautiful. It's one of my personal favorites, just characters in general, and then also one of my personal favorite uh, cosplays of yours. I remember when I first saw it, like I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was wowed. I was blown away, dude. You've done you've done Venom. Uh, you even done Thanos back in the day. You've done mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool back in the day, and uh, some others in the Marvel universe as well. And when you cosplay, you tend to cosplay, and not just you, generally speaking, you tend to cosplay uh, some of your favorites, but not always. So I'm curious, real quick, I have a question for you: whether it's hero, anti-hero, villain. Uh, just in general, do you have, can you give a top three to five favorite Marvel characters? Uh, I would have to say Thanos is, is, uh, one of the top three. I love Thanos. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Venom. <laughs> right, right. You can do five um, if you want to do five. We top three to five. Yeah. So Venom, Spider-Man, Wolverine. Nice. And, um, <laughs> my son's over here trying to give me hints. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to just leave it there for now. Okay. All right. Yeah, for sure. I got to tell you, that's some of my picks too, man. I I always go, go back and forth. Like sometimes I got to throw, uh, I got to throw silver surfer in there, dude. I don't know. I just, I just love silver surfer, man. There's something about him that I've always just loved. I think as a kid, uh, you know, when you're like a, a young, young kid and you, you, you know, you haven't dived into the comic books. If you, if anybody was a comic book fan, you're not reading anything. You don't know the lore. You don't know the history. You know, a lot of the times you're just looking at what characters look cool. You know what I mean? Like, right, exactly, and when I, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I, oh, I just liked the look of Silver Surfer because there was really nobody like him other than maybe <laughs> like Iceman. When you're a kid, they look, you know, close. Obviously, you grow mm-hmm. up, you realize that they're completely different. But I'm just saying the aesthetic of like that silverishy, bluish, you know, kind of look. Mm-hmm. I always loved uh, Silver Surfer, though. He's always in my top as well, man. Why are you destroying our planet? I have no choice. Shoot. We got we got to read this. Uh, we got to read this mission log real quick, man. We've got a uh, we got a mission log from you, dude. I find this super interesting. Let's take a look at this, and I quote: Mission log, star date four zero seven two. My ship is run off course. En route to Sector 12, I've crash-landed on a strange planet. The impact must have awoken me from hypersleep. Terrain seems a bit unstable. No readout yet if the air is breathable. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. End quote. So I got to ask you, man, what was it like when you crash landed here as none other than Buzz Lightyear, dude? <laughs> oh, I Buzz love Lightyear. Toy Story. Oh One of my favorite, favorite, favorite Pixar characters is Buzz Lightyear. I've been wanting to do Toy Story for so long and I put it off and put it off and put it off. And I said, you know what? I, every year I'm like, I need to do something different this year. I want to do something cool. Right. What am I doing this year? And it's Buzz Lightyear just kept, and then was, um, that year was when Buzz Lightyear, the movie came out with, um, right. 
Captain America. Um, yeah, uh, um, Chris Chris Evans, Chris Evans, Chris yeah. Evans, right? Yeah, um, which you know, it was a good movie, but I'm I'm a Tim Allen Buzz Lightyear fan. Same man, same. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah. So I was like, I need to do something, and I, I spoke to my best friend. Intro the vector is uh, cosplay rookie, same person. He's actually mm-hmm. my my best friend, brother. You know, right. like that's my best friend. So yeah. uh, we come together all the time to do stuff. So I was like, listen, if I do Buzz. You already know what I'm going to ask you. You say, yeah, I know. You want me to do Woody? I'm like, of course. Yes. I'm like, let's do like a realistic, you yes. know, fun. <laughs> He's uh-huh. like, let's do it. <laughs> it looks good, dude. I, I mean, I mean, you really brought this to life, man. Like, and you know what? From, from, from head to toe, I got to tell you too, like, I never realized how much of a buzz light your face that you actually have, dude. Like you have, <laughs> like if they ever make a live action film, dude, like you just present them yourself. Just be like, look, this is what you guys got to either hire me or base it off of me. Like you, you have a buzz light your face, dude. Yeah. And, and then, and then cosplay rookie as Woody and everything as well. Like it's spooky dot makeup for your guys's makeups. Like it's just, it's amazing, man. So like, I mean, what, what essentially led you to do it? Just, just the fact that it's always been like your favorite and you always wanted to do it. You were putting it off and you just finally did it just as simple yeah, I as that think the, with the movie coming out it really gave me a push and i was like wow buzz looks really good in his new movie his suit looks amazing yeah. so i wanted to do half and half i wanted to look like the pixar version but i wanted the suit to look like the movie right. so i wanted to have realistic aspects of the of the suit and i wanted to have his cartoony aspect so i did half and half um it actually worked it was actually it, it almost didn't happen Cause I wasn't too happy with the way it was coming out and you know, things were falling apart and I was at my best friend's house and we were putting together, the whole thing is made out of EGA foam. So, yeah, you know, we were putting this made out together of. with glue and I was like, this is not working. And we just kept going at it and going at it. And then there was a point where we had, a ta- we had to attach the shoulder to a harness and the shoulder looked too low. And I was like, this looks mm. ridiculous. And I would look at my wife and, how does this look? And my wife is a huge supporter of everything I do. And she's like, you look amazing, babe. But she's she's a realist also. She's like, you know, maybe yeah. you want to do this and that, tweak it. So the end game was amazing, which I'm happy about. And mm-hmm. what's funny is that I was walking around Comic-Con and I would make my buzz face and people would say, wow, he looks, he, he looks just like him. He makes you the do, face, dude. the perk, the eyes, everything. I was yeah, like, okay. <laughs> you do, man. You know what? You know what, too, is when I was going to my panel, uh, I believe it was, I believe it was that time, uh, I saw you. As you were buzzed at New York Comic Con, right? Were you yes. buzzed? Yeah, yes, I thought yes. you were. So I was going to my panel. I obviously didn't have time. We were going up to the panel and uh, I saw you. I was on the escalator going up and I looked uh-huh. down and I saw you and I was like, damn it, like again, like I'm missing him <laughs> again, dude. Like, <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have, lo- another one I would have loved to get, dude. And like, I really dig how you do like different cosplays, man. Like, you know, uh, we talk a lot here about like DC cosplays, a lot of Batman here. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it at all. That uh, a lot of the stuff, the content that I talk about, but for me, just uh, me as a person, you know what I mean? And like as a host and, and talking, like it's always really cool to, talk about a variety of different things. You know what I mean? And it's really cool. Yeah. Like from your Venom, from your Buzz Lightyear. And, and this just, it looks amazing, dude. Like all, all like the, what would be, you know, the buttons that Buzz has, the blue, the green, the red and everything. Like, did you just etch those, etch those in, paint those on? Like how, how are all those details brought to life? Yeah. So basically everything is EVA foam. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you cut things out. It's like putting together like Lego. You put one thing on top right. of the other, you cut out the shapes, you know, and you just, um, paint 
a hand paint, the new airbrush mm-hmm. to make things look more realistic. But it's heat heat gun is your best friend, EVA foam and glue, and you can bring you could put magic together. <laughs> so cool, dude. So cool, yeah. man. And Dernan Industries photography on these photos. Like I said, spooky dot makeups on the makeup and the uh the suit you give credit to. I don't know how to say this guy's name, bro. Do you know how to say his name? Uh, no, I, I have. I, I've, I've always, uh, um, you know, I've always partnered with people that's hard. Their, <laughs> <laughs> their names are hard. Hold on, I'm gonna try to let me go. Ninety something. Live, live in the in the moment. I'm going to because I just have the screenshots here on my uh, on my um, on my tablet on my notes. I'm doing it live in the moment here because all I have is like the tag, you know what I mean? So it's all one word. So now right. I'm looking I'm looking at his Instagram and he has it in his bio spaced, spaced apart. Man, forgive me if I butcher this, but it's um, Nawa. Right, Nawa. Rietta, maybe? Nawa yeah, Rietta, yeah. maybe? I'm not sure, yeah. but he's the owner and I the founder of uh, Toku Costume, which I think more people would recognize Toku uh, Costume. So uh, i just like to give credit to everybody. And then the headpiece by Napers, Inc. And then uh, for the Woody one, like I said, uh, cosplay rookie as Woody. What's harder to get in and out of? Is it Venom or is it Buzz? Venom. Buzz is really easy to get out of because there's just pieces that are um that are velcro together you just take mm-hmm. those off piece by piece and i can actually breathe in that suit the only problem with buzz was the feet um it, the the feet were on like they're not still they're like um how do you say uh platform basically mm, platforms right. that i'm stepping they made me a little taller but yeah. after walking around for a few hours my feet started to kill me but i would take feet pain more than back pain <laughs> yeah, 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 a hundred percent. I bet, right? Yeah, so, you know all these crazy builds, man. All these crazy cosplays, these intricate ones. Like, I gotta ask you. You kind of touched on it a little bit briefly, but how did you even get like your start in cosplay to begin with? Like, where did it all begin, and how did it end up to what it is today, man? Well, yes, yeah, so I've been cosplaying for about eleven and a half, maybe twelve years, and um, I've always been into Halloween. I've always you know, dressed up for Halloween and went all out. I would stand outside my house when I was younger, dressed as Michael Myers and hand out candy. Yeah. And I would stand there like Michael Myers, like a creep and just look at people. And <laughs> they would look like, is, he, is that real? Like, yeah. I, mean, I always wanted to get in character. And then um, I found out about this cosplay thing. And, and I went to New York Comic Con for the first time years ago. And I was Jason and it was so much fun. And I was like, wow, yeah. this is great. I want to continue to do this, but... I've always been the type to, uh, to me, and listen, I don't want people to take my words as something that's written in stone. This is just for me. I feel for me, I need to be accurate as possible, but you don't have to be accurate to have fun in cosplay. You don't have to be accurate to enjoy yourself and love what you're doing because being unique is beautiful as well. I just, for me, I'm, I'm not happy unless things look right and look like what I'm trying for them to look like. I need to look like I jumped out of a movie. I need to look like, you know, I I want the kid a kid to see me and say, "Wow, it's Buzz!" Like it, he right. wanted to believe what he's seen, and that means a lot to me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's just the way that I feel. But you know, I've been cosplaying for a long time, and uh, you know, it's something that I've always loved: the putting things on, the costumes, and dressing up, and yeah. becoming uh, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and becoming the character that you love and you admire. Not yeah. that I admire villains or anything like that. Cause I <laughs> a lot of villains, but you know, yeah. You, you, to uh, understand their stories and things like that. And, and yeah. it's a lot of fun, man. 
Yeah, and it's always it's just any 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 nerd, any geek, any anybody a fan of any of these kind of pop culture things mm-hmm. will know that you know whether whether you you cosplay or you don't, whether you've you know dressed up as a kid, it's it's that that feeling you got as a kid when you dressed up as your favorite character, you kind of felt like that character, you know. And then right. like when you <laughs> when you when you watch the movies and, and like for instance, I can remember the first time I saw Spider Man, the Tobey Maguire one, and uh, I don't remember how old I was, but. Uh, I remember being in the theater and after the credits rolled, I remember feeling like I wanted to like swing. You know what I mean? I wanted to shoot webs and swing. I wanted to jump up and do like the Spidey pose and everything. And like, I think I was, I might've even been a teenager at the time. I don't remember when that, when that movie came out, but like, I still was like always just a nerd. So I can only imagine because I don't cosplay myself yet. I got some things on the way though, like very soon right. now, actually. Well, I'm I, excited to see, man. Yeah, yeah, I got some things. I'll, I'll tell you some things <laughs> off camera when, we, when we're done here. And, uh, yes. but I, I remember those feelings as, as a kid, you know, dressing up. And so I can only imagine that it kind of just awakens that kid in you as well. When you, when you put mm-hmm. on Venom, when you put on Buzz, you know, when you put on Batman, when you yeah. do whatever you do, like it kind of awakens that kid in you and just makes you feel like I am, I am Batman. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like uh, we are Venom. I'm going to leave you with these two words. And those two words are, I'm Batman. Let's break up the monotony and let's get into this week's Cosplay of the Week. And this week's Cosplay of the Week is none other than... Sentinel, and that is uh, Sentinel with underscores in between each letter, and I'm throwing it up on the screen right about uh, now, and this is of his Prowler, dude, and if you're looking at this photo right now, you may think, no, no way, dude, that is an action figure, and I'm here to tell you right now, that is Sentinel. It's not an action figure. That is him, which goes to boast that the cosplay that he built himself is absolutely amazing. And it also, you got to give credit to the photographer being able to portray it the way that it does. Because you guys have seen on Instagram, right? You guys have seen that sometimes where like people take photos, whether it be phone photos, whether it be a camera photo, it doesn't matter, you know? And then they edit it, they do what they got to do. And it's of an action figure. And it looks like it could be like from a movie or it looks like it was a, like a 3D rendition, or it looks like it's a cosplayer. This is kind of what this looks like. And so you, he credits on the photo. I don't know exactly who did it because he, he credited two people. So write it in the comments on Instagram. If uh, you know this, obviously is going to become a promo clip. Um, slow underscore octane, and then also Lim L I M Cas C A S S on Instagram. Uh, this is phenomenal, dude. This is beyond amazing, man. Uh, And I want to throw up another one on the screen as well. So I'm throwing that up now. And this one is of Miles Morales is with him as well. And I believe that is slow octane as Miles Morales. Again, slow underscore octane. Uh, And the caption actually says, got to give mad props. This is slow octane saying this. Got to give mad props to my guy Sentinel for being the most humble and down to earth cosplayer I ever met. He made the Prowler costume all himself and deserves all the praise. It was a pleasure doing this photo shoot together and can't wait to show everyone all the content we got cooking at the time of this, um, this posting. I don't know when they posted this, uh, as far as the date goes, forgive me. I I forgot to write that down, but, um, 
and this photo is by Lim Cass of them two together, Miles Morales and Prowler. Um, phenomenal, both of you guys. Let's take a look at the Prowlers, like those gauntlets, though, dude. The like, I, I had to I had to look it up to make sure that I got the wording right because I didn't want to miss it up because I know a decent amount about Prowler, but I definitely could know more. And I had to look it up, dude. And I got it in front of me, and these gauntlets are capable of shooting compressed air blasts, uh, sleeping pellets and other projectiles. And I knew that they were able to shoot something, but I didn't know they were able to shoot all of those things, actually, to be honest with you. So <laughs> the nerd podcaster is learning something today from a cosplay of the week. And you did this justice beyond belief, man, from the gauntlets to the gloves that are uh, enable him to do wall climbing and everything to the cape and all of it that you've got flowing in the wind in the, in the previous photo that we looked at all the way down to the, uh, the gauntlets and the boots and everything with the lights coming off. Again, forgive me. I've got to look at it real quick. Is there anything else? I don't remember if there's anything else myself, but the way that the lights are, forgive me if they do something else and I'm just not saying it, but uh, just mind-blowing, dude. Absolutely mind-blowing. And just to round this out real quick, I want to throw up a third one while we get out of here. Uh, and that's going up right now. And that's of his Taskmaster, which he's got different iterations of his Taskmaster. The, uh, the, the, the mask flips up. He's got one that have like LED lies, uh, eyes, it looks like, that turn blue, some that turn orange. I mean, it's just perfectly done, dude. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop talking about it because, man, this is, the, this is the invitation right here, right now, live on the show. If you want to come on the show, I want to talk to you, man. I want to talk to you about these intricate bills that you do. This is phenomenal, man. Another long time coming. I've had you saved in the vault for a while, dude. And uh, this is this is amazing. You guys need to go follow Sentinel if you're not. And uh, we've got guest, the Acosta Project here today, where he's got equally amazing cosplays that are big builds, intricate builds, Venom, Buzz Lightyear. He does all kinds of amazing things from Mortal Kombat. as well. So from video games to film to animation to everything in between, Marvel, DC, he's got it all, man. And uh, you guys kind of have that in common with these amazing amazingly build, big, intricate builds with your cosplays and different characters that aren't so common, dare I say. Uh, you have anything that you want to uh, add to this before we uh, wrap up this segment? Well, be before I say anything else, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of Sensor. I, I actually thought that he was an action figure when I first saw his photo. <laughs> right, I was like, dude. is that a figure? I thought it was... And I look, and then my yeah. son, my brother's like, did you see that? I'm like, what? Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Seriously, Phenomenal. Amazing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not following Sentinel, you need to go follow Sentinel 100%. Spelled exactly how it sounds, but there's underscores in between each letter and one after the last L as well. Because Sentinel, your Prowler and Taskmaster Cosplay of the Week for me and the Acosta Project is... Amazing. <clears throat> um, Daniel, I gotta yes. do something real quick, man. I got to do something. I don't know. I've never said your name out loud. That's his name, ladies and gentlemen. It's on his Instagram, so I'm not outing him. Daniel Acosta, the Acosta Project. Uh, I want to do something special. I don't know if you know that it was coming. Some people do. Some people don't. I want to get into something I like to call wow, shotgun questions. And what shotgun questions is, is a quick, uh, supposed to be rapid fire, but it never really ends up being that rapid fire. And that's okay. That's fine. We always end up having a little bit of a conversation about it. Some guests know that it's coming. Some guests don't know that it's coming, coming at all. Some know what it is. Some don't know what it is at all. Some know that it's happening. They just don't know when it's happening. And it is three to four random questions. They're just fun. It's nothing stressful. Let's see if we can have a good time real quick. Out of these Batmen, you've got Keaton, Bale, Affleck, Pattinson. You can only choose one and the rest and their universe cease to exist. Who do you pick? Ah, I'll pick Keaton. 
Oh no way, Keaton! That's nice. Yeah, you can't you can't fault him, man. You can't fault any of these. I don't think you could really ever fault anybody, man. But uh, it's, it's everybody's pick. It's a yeah. hard one, dude. It's a hard one, man. <laughs> um, from any comic book iteration, from any video game, from any animation, is there anything that you would love to see adapted into live action? Or even if it's just a scene or a sequence or a moment from something that you love that you'd like to see play out in film, what would that be? I'll give you an example of something that I'd like to see. I would like to see how WBDC tackles the death of Robin, Jason Todd, when he becomes uh, Red Hood and all of that. Is it going to be as brutal and crazy as it would be, as it is in the comics or even in animations? I want to see how they tackle that in live action and if they do it justice. So I ask you the same. Do you have anything from any pop culture uh, uh, you know, reference of any kind that you would love to see adapted into live action? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am dying to see a Dragon Ball Z live nice. action done right but done right right yeah and i would love to see the battle between uh vegeta cell and goku and trunk and trunk and that yes. i'm sorry gohan yes right i would like and to see that live action with yep. all the special effects like avengers endgame style oh yes dude yes yeah. when you said avengers endgame style you nailed it for me i'm in dude mm -hmm. i'm in and right now that's where hollywood's going it's, it's a lot right. of uh, live action anime right now you know what i mean mm -hmm. one piece and then what yeah. what came out recently too was it was it avatar right i think it was avatar that uh, yeah, came out yeah, yeah. yeah 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 yeah, One Piece and Avatar. That, we might we might see that someday, dude. We might. I hope okay. so. I hope so. Last one, outside of pop culture and things like that. If you could time travel to any period, any era, where would you go and why? And you can have three different choices. Oh, man. Where would I go and why? I would go back, back to, uh, I would go back to the 50s. Nice. I love just love that era, the 50s mm -hmm. era, you know, my, you know, gangsters and things like yes. that. You know, that's I was always intrigued me. Same. Um, just as, yeah, I would definitely go there. Yep. Uh, um you said three? Yeah, you can have three. Yeah. And it could be anytime. I mean, I would I would Anywhere. definitely go back to my childhood and get I'll go back to my childhood and give myself a smack in the head and be like, listen, <laughs> my man, you're gonna make a few mistakes that you can't re you can't make these mistakes. You gotta listen, yeah. fix this. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, think definitely. Would love to do that, right? Oh, yeah, everybody's got a moment in time they want to go back to and fix, of course, you know, yeah, or tell I themselves would, something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I had to throw that in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Not to get, you know, not to get uh, religious or anything on, on your show. Oh, but no, but you're cool, man. You're good. Go back to like any biblical time, like, you know. Oh, no, I would too. Yeah, yeah. I would too, yeah. regardless of anybody's religion or anything. Like, right. I want to know what is it like what is it all right. really because we have again yeah. aside from anybody's beliefs or face i'm not right. not trying to offend anybody or anything but i'm just saying like we weren't there that's all i'm saying is we weren't there right. so yeah. whatever you believe in whatever god you believe in whatever this is all across all religions i agree with you man like i would love to find out what's really what what really happened how it all went down and like yeah. be in the moment like mm -hmm. those are Absolutely. good choices man that's the first yeah. time anybody's ever said that's a good one dude <laughs> yeah that's a good one <laughs> Well, that's shotgun questions. That's shotgun questions. Um, let's continue, man. You've uh, you've cosplayed cosplayed as Darth Maul before. 
You sat in this chair for who knows how long, man. Uh, we're going to find out. Uh, while dive uh, underscore art underscore NYC applied makeup and the horns and the whole nine yards, dude, to help bring to life this epic cosplay itself for these epic shots of you and Tatooine. Nobody can tell me any different. And no one can tell me that this isn't the Darth Maul with the lightsaber in hand. You even got uh, this dope lightsaber battle shots with, hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly, Sid Rel X as Ahsoka equally amazing uh grace and shine photo on the capture so i gotta ask you how long does applying this makeup and the horns take to get into character for darth maul right so uh one of my close friends stephanie uh she did the special makeup effects for darth maul she's a extremely talented makeup artist um she's amazing i love her to death you guys definitely go follow her um she actually made the horns herself she designed no the horns. yeah she designed them and she made them herself, which was really impressive. She painted them to look realistic. And I was really impressed when I saw them. I was like, because I, I give her my vision and she's like, I got, okay, let me see what I'm going to do with this. And she just gets to work and she really impressed me. And I was like blown away by what she did. I was in her chair for about two hours. Uh, two doing that hours. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a movie, man. It's like a movie. <laughs> and you would think, you know, I have a bald head, you know, how much... These are amazing, yeah. man. Like I said, I, I did it as the cosplay of the week and I stand by it, man. And, and it's cool to be able to talk to you about it right now. Cause these are just phenomenal dude. And shout out to, Thanks. is it, is it Sid Rel X? That that's, is it Sid? Yeah. Sid, okay. Sid, yeah, that's sure. name. Yeah. yeah, she did an amazing Ahsoka. She looks so amazing. Up. Yeah, definitely go follow her as well, because uh, that that's phenomenal, dude. Uh, I love your Darth Maul, man. I, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm not. I I, I'll, I will admit, um, I'm I'm not. I don't know if I would say giant. Star Wars fan, there's a lot that I don't know because there's a lot that I missed. Like, I, I didn't watch the Clone Wars animation, you know, and I, I know. Everybody goes, what, dude? What? No! Like, I know. Everybody <laughs> freaks out. I, I just had this conversation with, like, four people in the last month, dude. Um, especially around the time when Ahsoka came out as well. They were like, wait a minute, you haven't watched Clone Wars? Like, you... You're not, you can't watch Ahsoka. You got to go back. You got to watch everything. You got to do, you got to catch up, man. Yeah, I'm behind, dude. I'm so behind that. I'm almost, I'm almost afraid to admit it, man. Uh, I'm caught up on everything Mandalorian. I didn't watch Boba Fett. Um, and then I didn't watch Andor yet either. either. And Ooh. I didn't watch Ahsoka because I want to go back and I want to watch other stuff. So I'm behind, Ooh. man. But I definitely am a Star Wars fan. I, I have a lightsaber and everything. I was going to pull it yeah. down, but everybody knows what a lightsaber looks like. I have Mace. <laughs> I have, I have, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm not going to show. I have, I have Mace Windows. Um, I definitely am a Star Wars fan, but I, I want to ask you, I want to take this time because like I said earlier in the episode, um, when it comes to like cosplays and stuff, you know, we talk a lot about DC here. I think DC's kind of become the number one thing. Then I think Marvel would probably be second. And then, uh, you know, some video game stuff, a lot of Mortal Kombat talks here, uh, but it's a lot of Batman. It's a lot of like DC stuff. And again, there's nothing wrong with it. But mm-hmm. outside of cosplay, 
this show, for anybody that's tuning in right now that, you know, has tuned in in the last like year or so, um, this show used to have like a lot more solo episodes that were like absolutely chaotic and a lot of comedy filled. But I did things too where like I reviewed stuff or I talked about stuff or, you know, news and, you know, kind of like those news podcasts. And I don't really get to do that anymore. And I felt like this kind of was a cool opportunity um, being that we're talking about different cosplays, your Buzz Lightyear, your Venom, your Darth Maul. I thought this would maybe be a cool opportunity to take a sec. Like, I want to, I'm curious, where, where do you think the state of Star Wars is at right now in your personal opinion? Because much like everything with Disney uh, and Mar, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, in my personal opinion, I think that there's a lot of fatigue surrounding these pop culture you know, comic book movies, these uh, pop culture in general, these kind of movies, you know, for both the viewer and the creators as well. I think they're kind of having a fatigue on certain directions uh, to go internally. The latest Star Wars films, the films have, uh, you know, very mixed reviews with a, with a lot more I see personally in my conversations with people leaning a little bit more towards, you know, the last trilogy not being the best. Many, some, many are worrisome about the future of Star Wars. I know, um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the last trilogy. I, however, really did like Kylo Ren, though. Meanwhile, the Star Wars series on D+, seemed to be faring much more well and, and doing great, such as Mandalorian, for example. I'm curious, where, where do you stand on you know, the Star Wars franchise as a whole, and what do you want from it moving forward? Well, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm glad you mentioned that. I am a huge, I love Star Wars to death. I grew up on Star Wars. My older brother is a huge Star Wars fan. All we do is talk about Star Wars. We build art, um, R2-D2s together. And Legos nice! And, yeah, it's a lot of yeah. fun. All we do is talk about Star Wars things, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I love Star Wars. Um, I grew up in the uh, Luke Skywalker, uh, Darth right. Vader time, you know, episode yeah. um, four, five, and six. And uh, I was a huge fan of episode one, two, and three. I'm a, you know, Hayden Christensen fan, uh, yeah. Darth Vader. Anakin. I love him as, as Anakin. I'm a right. huge fan of him as Anakin. I was not a fan of the last three trilogies. Yeah. Um, I, I I thought The Force Awakens was good. Me too. The, Me too. Yeah. I st- yep, I agree with that, you. After that, I was like, uh, what's going on yep. here? I agree. I don't like the yeah. way they disrespected Luke Skywalker. I just thought yes. they could have did something more. Dude, it gave me it gave me chills right now when you said that. Like it resonated with me. Like I was I was upset. I was genuinely like bothered. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. I didn't like it. Didn't like it, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so um I'm not a huge fan. I know they're coming out with another film with um Yeah, with Ray. Uh, with, yeah, with Ray. Um I'm, you know, I, I'm gonna watch it because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Same. But um I Same. think that the after the trilogies when the Mandalorian came out, mm-hmm. it really skyrocketed Star Wars. I think the Mandalorian was old and Star Wars up yes the mandalorian is phenomenal yeah i think it's set the bar much higher whether it yes. be films uh the series it, it doesn't matter i think mandalorian just raised the bar of what star wars yeah. should be and could be as well right yeah so yeah mandalorian definitely brought star wars back to what it was right um, you know, good way right. to put it yeah right because it was going in a really really weird direction so mandalorian definitely saved you know the franchise and um ahsoka is excellent you need to watch that but you can't watch Ahsoka unless you watch the Clone Wars. <laughs> I know, the Clone dude. Wars is amazing. Oh, my goodness gracious. The I Clone know. Wars is- my girl told beautiful. me the same thing. She was like, what and you, you got to watch you Rebels because you're not going to understand. Exactly. That's what my friend told me. He's like, bro, you haven't watched Rebels either? I'm like, all right, man. You know what? You know what, you guys? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. What, yeah, what, 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 what would you want from it like moving forward? Like if you were, I don't know if I want to say like if you were in charge, but like, you know, whether it be you were in charge or just from a fan standpoint, like what, what do you want from Star Wars moving forward? As far as the films go, I guess you could say. 
I think that they sh- they sh- they need to make a, a Mando film, a movie yeah. with, with that character, and mm-hmm. you know, and introduce obviously new characters that'll help the franchise move forward. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people love when they speak about and they introduce Darth Vader, like with um, Rogue Rogue. Uh, uh, oh man, what movie was that? Obi Wan. No, 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 no. Yeah, Obi Wan. He was in that, but um, when he uh, was it Rogue One? No, was it Rogue One? Am I, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah, it was Rogue, yeah, Rogue One. One. Yeah, yeah, he's in Rogue right. One. Yeah. Um, when he came out in Rogue One, and he, they showed how evil Darth Vader can be. Yeah. Uh, at that end scene, um, mm-hmm. it was amazing. You know, yeah. I don't know how they continue to keep Anakin and Darth Vader in in Star Wars franchise, which it gets repetitive and it gets old. Yeah. But people love that character so much. They need to introduce a character that is like him. You know mm-hmm. what I want? I want them to do a Star Killer movie. Have you ever played The Force Unleashed? Yes, dude. Yes. Underrated game, dude. The first one's better the than movie, the second one, though, in my opinion. If that was the movie, mm-hmm. my goodness gracious. Uh, um, Darth Vader's uh, Apprentice? Yes. Yes, dude. Yes. Come on. Yes. You know? Yes. A hundred percent, man. I, I I don't know. I'm I have I'm very skeptical about the future of the films moving forward um, with it being centered around Ray, I'm very skeptical about that. I don't really know how I feel. Part of me is just kind of like, I don't want it. But then the other part of me is kind of like, because they set the bar so high with Mandalorian and everything, I'm hoping that they're sitting there going, all right, we have to deliver. You know, yeah. whether it, whether it's Ray or not, we know that there's a lot of backlash with Ray, but we have to deliver. So I'm hoping that, they do that. Um, are you in the Are you in the group of people that would have liked to see more from Darth Maul in live action? I know there was more from him in the animations and everything, um, but would you have wanted him in more live action? Because I think he was underused, in my opinion. I agree with you 100. percent I think Darth Maul is an amazing character. He's yeah. another character that people fell in love with the way they fell in love with Darth Vader, and he was yeah. utilized amazing in Episode One. Yeah. But I feel that they need to utilize that character more. I was actually hoping he would like show up in one of the Disney Plus shows. His story in the Clone Wars is really mm-hmm. good. Um, if 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 you if you watch the Clone Wars, I'll go. You're back. gonna really enjoy his story. His yeah. story in the Clone Wars is phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's what, yeah, that's what everybody but tells it, me. Who's winning? And it's it's really really good. But yeah. uh, yeah, um, I fell in love with Kylo Ren in uh, Force Awakens because he was kind of like a Darth Vader figure. Mm-hmm. And then as the story unfolded with the other two movies, I was like, what is this? What's going on here? Like, yeah, it was know. almost like they went in a different direction with him emotionally and like everything. Right. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't. I, the Force Awakens. I wasn't was scared great. of him after that. I was. I was. I was scared of this guy. In yes. Force I was like, Who is this? Yes. Awesome. Yes, dude. Yes. We are gonna get ready to wrap up here, man. Yeah. Uh, but I got. I got to ask you before we do. So, like, what's what's next for you within cosplay, dude? You know, and we've got so many cosplays that I want to touch with you on. We could be here all day, dude. Like, I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I really want to talk with you about Mortal Kombat. Obviously, DC stuff, and you have amazing Batman um, cosplays and the way that you do it. Actually, you know what, dude? I'm going to improv it real quick. I know, I know we're <laughs> creeping up already on an hour unedited. I don't know what it's going to end up being in editing. I'm going to improv it real quick. I'm going to your all Instagram. Right. I got to talk about it, man. I, I don't think I've ever done this. I'm going off script. I got to talk to you about it real quick. We'll see how long it ends up being, dude. But um, you have these shots of you as Batman. I believe I featured your Batman as a cosplay of the week as well. I really yes. like the way that you do your Batman with like the the gold on the knuckles and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that, dude. I was actually showing my girl last night and she was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Um, she Thank followed you. you. She just followed you actually. Paper Moon cosplay. 
Oh, she yeah, followed. I followed her back. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, she just followed okay. you, yeah. Um, you have this one photo um, on, I'll describe it for you since you don't have anything in front of you since I'm improv in the moment, uh, yeah. of you as Batman kind of in the background a little bit, and you've got little Bruce Wayne, Thomas Wayne, and Martha Wayne dead on the floor. And I right. just thought this was amazing, dude. Like, just the portrayal of, like, Bruce on his knees, they're on the ground, that that scene that everybody knows, that classic scene, but then Batman in the background, dude. Like, what was going through your mind? Was that your idea? Was it the photographer's idea? Which, again, credit to Grayson Shine Photo for the photography. Uh, Thomas, let me get this, Thomas Wayne, a cosplay rookie, and Martha, right. uh, Nikki, Nikki Bush, and it's your son mm -hmm. as as Bruce, right? Right, yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, whose, no. idea, whose idea was this, man? How did this come about? Yeah, so that was uh, that was my project. I brought uh, uh, Grace and Shine Francisco on the project. He's an amazing photographer, and I just mm -hmm. love his uh, his way he shoots. Is he has a dark the way he shoots is like it, it makes it look uh, dark. It makes it look gritty. Right. I like his his shots. His gritty, dark looking yeah. shots. So I definitely needed him on that project. Um, that was actually shot at my job in a parking lot. No and way. It doesn't look that way because he did such an amazing no, it job. Doesn't. With the yeah. Light. And it looks like yeah. a studio. I thought it was like maybe a studio or something. You know what I mean? Like no, a, a, a set. Garage. Wow, no, dude. in the garage. But yeah, it was uh, it was uh, my idea and a photographer's idea. Yeah, we came together and was like, what mm -hmm. what can we do to make this look uh, like? Um, how how can we make this look like storytelling in one photo? Basically, yes. like yes. Bruce Wayne growing up to be Batman. So I was like, why don't we have uh, Noah on the ground, sad with his parents on the floor, which everybody has seen, but Batman behind him. You know, I was, it's just a vision that I had in yeah, my mind. Like, I thought about it and I was like, we need to shoot this. I don't know how it's going to happen, but we need to get it done. Yeah, it's amazing, man. And then there's another shot that is, you know, a top shot, dude, a top down view. Phenomenal, right. man. Like, I, obviously, you're not the first person to do a top down view, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if I've seen this in like quite a while, dude. And forgive me, I obviously don't know everybody and everything, but this is so cool to have this like top down view. Bruce Wayne, Martha and Thomas, like, like you said, and you took the words right out of my, my mouth because I was gonna say the same thing. This storytelling way, and and these are just these are just perfect, man. And those caught my eye right away. And the same thing with the um with the ones with again, I'm, forgive me, everybody. I'm I'm literally doing this in the moment. I don't have it all saved. Um, with Crisis Cosplay as well. Shout out to Crisis. Been mentioned here many yeah. times. Um, and I think this was also a cosplay of the week. It was one of the ones that I I touched on. Uh, again, Grace and Shine photo on the photo. You as Batman. Uh, Crisis as Jason Todd Robin, and he's on the floor. You're holding him like. Dude, amazing. I love those like storytelling ones that are like ripped straight out of the comics, but maybe done in 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 your own way or done in your own rendition. And your guys' suits are absolutely phenomenal as well, from the Robin to the Batman. The photography is just solid. The lighting with the green on one side, the red on the other. Like, like once again, where where was this shot? And 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 also, um, I don't see it here, and I'm not gonna go through it all. You probably know. Uh, plug like the suits as well. Like, who, give credit to whoever you got the suits from, if you remember everything. Yeah. So um, that was actually shot at my job as well. It was shot in the uh, water tower at my job. Um, nice. uh, I work in a residential building, in Manhattan. I'm a concierge, so um, there's a nice. lot of places at my job to shoot beautiful yeah. things. But um, that was yeah, that was basically my shoot. That brought everybody on that shoot, and I was I wanted to get. I, I like to do. I like to have storytelling during my shots. Yeah. I don't just want to a picture i want it to mean something um something that i've read that that's meant something to me that's why a lot of the photos that you see on my page they they tell you a little story about right. what's happening 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I brought everybody um, into that uh, into that shoot, and uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, Napier's Inc. Mm-hmm. made that Batman. Nice, um, dude. Yeah. And Dark Knight Effects made the cowl. Nice. And uh, yeah, I, I I tend to go to different people. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. I'm very busy with work and uh, family, and sometimes I'm just like, hey, can you do me? Can you help me out with this? And they just you know make it happen put it together. For yeah. Me, yes. Yeah. They did an amazing job with that with that suit and that 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 hybrid uh, Arkham Origins and Arkham right. Knight hybrid cowl. Yeah, it's amazing, man. You guys got to go check out his Batman content. Scroll down a little bit and check out all the ones that we just mentioned real quick, randomly right here. And then he's got some with Batwoman. He's got some with uh, Scarecrow. I mean, they're phenomenal, man. They're so they're so that's well my done, oldest, dude. Scarecrow, also. That's what. My oldest son Christian. That's him in the. Scarecrow oh no house. way! Oh hell yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. But yeah, we are going to get ready to get out of here. Uh, I, I want to run it back to the original question I asked you before we ended up going off about Batman, which is uh, like, what what's next for you uh, in cosplay, man? You got anything that you, you know, you can, you can keep things a secret, of course, but if you have anything you want to, you know, hint at or reveal or anything, like you got anything you're working on, like anything that you want to do, like what's next? Well, I'm definitely always working on something. I always say to myself, this is the last time I'm going to cosplay. And for some reason, I, I tend to, to continue to con- do it because I love it and it's just mm-hmm. something that I love to do. And but I am definitely working on a few projects for uh, next year's Comic Con, nice. um, Dragon Ball Z related, nice. um, movie related, and I'm actually doing a huge Star Wars shoot with a group of cos- well-known cosplayers. Nice. So there's three projects happening um, for next year: 80s movie related, Dragon no way. Star Wars, yes. Nice, dude. Nice, man. I dig it, man. I'm excited about it, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I'm really excited to see everything you got going on too, man. You are a phenomenal cosplayer, dude. You're a great person. I always thought that about you, just like the way you post you with your family and stuff and you involve your family. I kind of mentioned it earlier and everything and like the videos that I watch of you, you just seem like a real down to earth and humble dude, man. So, uh, you know, thank thank you for coming on, man. It's a blessing. Uh, Again, I know I said it like three times now, but before we get out of here, I want to give you the floor to say whatever it is that you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, you know, shout out whoever you want to shout out, anything that's on your mind, you know, basically your outro, man uh whatever you'd like to say go ahead this is your moment man i just want to say thank you for the opportunity again man i'm a fan of your show and uh thank you it's a lot to me that you asked me to get on your show and this is a huge opportunity for me so thanks a lot i really really appreciate it basically i just want to say you know everybody and anybody can cosplay don't let um don't compare yourself to other cosplayers because you'll never do anything Mm. um you know just do what you love and 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 create things create what you want to create and put on whatever you want to put on have fun love one another and and be joyful about what you're doing and everything is smooth sailing man yeah you know there's enough hate in the world for us to 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 nag and 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 beef about silly things we should just uh support one another and uh come together and and, and do, just do what we love. So. Yeah, 100%, man. What a great message, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not, go follow The Acosta Project, spelled exactly how it sounds, but his is with a C, as where this show is with a K. The Acosta Project with a C. Go follow him right now for everything that he's got going on. There are so many more things that I would have loved to talk with you about. He's got so many more amazing cosplays, but you know what? We leave a little bit of suspense for anybody that may not be following you. Now they're going to go check out the things we didn't talk about, and maybe they're going to want more in the future, man. So I'd 
I'd love to welcome you back sometime next year, dude. We'll do it again. And uh, we'll have a great conversation, man. It's been awesome. And to everybody tuning in, thank you for watching, for liking, for commenting, for sharing, for doing all of those beautiful things that you do over on youtube.com slash side project podcast. When you go down and hit that big red subscribe button, when you hit it, it goes, ah, oh, and you get 100 sexy project points. When you uh, follow, when you rate, and you do all those things you do over on Spotify as well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart because videos are available on Spotify as well. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram at IG hates chazzy that is my personal and everything else you need to find me on Insta- uh, on on social media is on the screen right about now and if you're looking for the podcast on instagram as a whole you can find it at side project podcast and remember that one's with a k for me for the acosta project we are out of here <laughs>